This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 19th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Twenty years ago today, the standoff at Waco, Texas ended. It ended in the deaths of 76 men, women, and children. Today, it's still not clear how federal agencies have changed. Tim Lynch, director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice, takes us through what we've learned since that tragic day. This was, to that date, the worst disaster in law enforcement history, certainly federal law enforcement history. That's right, uh, especially when you consider the loss of life. Uh, There were more than 76 uh, people lost their lives, including 27 children. So just in terms of the loss of life, that is a sufficient explanation as to why the Waco incident is worth remembering and why it's important. Shortly after the event, I recall um, Andy Rooney on 60 Minutes laying blame at the feet of these people who had died, saying, well, you want to know whose fault it was? It was these people's fault. And and for a while, I think the opinion was, was fairly divided for a, a little while about, you know, how did this happen? Whose fault is this? Uh, and then it later on sort of became clear whose fault it was. Yeah, we have to remember that on the day it happened, the, the, the incident went on for 51 days, and then on April 19th was the culmination. That was the day the FBI had their tanks go in to try to end the standoff. And by the end of the day, there was the inferno, the whole place burned down. And it became apparent that the FBI operation was a disaster because almost everybody in the building had died. But the government uh, tried to say that a bunch of people, religious fanatics, had killed themselves and tried to tie it up as a suicide. The thing I remember from the day when it happened is uh, Attorney General Janet Reno went before the cameras and said um, that they had to go in that day because everybody was wondering why, after 50 days, why did the FBI decide to move in with the tanks? And the justification she offered was that babies were being beaten. And that's why the implication was that they they had, had no choice. They had to move in despite any risks because babies were being beaten. And yet within a week, she testified before Congress about 10 days later, and she admitted that she really didn't have any evidence that babies or children were being beaten. Uh, so the primary justification she offered, she immediately backed off of. But everybody at the time kind of was initially falling in with the government line that these people had killed themselves, and there was really nothing, anything that could be done about it. We all understand, and it is the job of police officers in uh, most routine situations to lower the temperature of the situation. That is to say, bring it down in terms of the level of confrontation that's going on. And for anyone who's seen uh, the Oscar-nominated documentary, Waco, The Rules of Engagement, you know, we all have personal experience with cops doing essentially the opposite of what their what their job is in terms of lowering the temperature. But in this case, uh, if you if you watch that film, you get a very clear sense that the agents who were actually engaging uh, with this uh, with the compound were doing the opposite as well. Initially, though, when the FBI initially came in, they had the right idea. Like you said, they initially came in with the right idea. They said, look, there was an initial shootout with the ATF. What we want to do now is end this standoff peacefully. 
without any further violence. Uh, the Davidian said they fired in self-defense. The ATF says that they were ambushed. Let's end this thing peacefully and we'll re- resolve the conflict peacefully in court. But as the weeks went by, they kind of like lost sight of that objective. And as you said, it's uh, documented in the film, The Rules of Engagement, where you had, as the weeks went by, FBI tanks circling the building, destroying the Davidians' cars, uh, ratcheting up the pressure on the Davidians in various ways. And finally, on the uh, April the 19th, those tanks came smashing into the sides of the buildings, inserting uh, CS gas. And what is really disturbing, you don't have to subscribe to any conspiracy theory. You just watch the activity of those tanks smashing into the walls of the building. And the FBI agents later admitted in testimony before Congress that they said the safety of the children was uppermost in their minds, but they admitted they didn't know where the children were in that Mount Carmel complex. So when you see those tanks smashing into the sides of buildings, not knowing where children are located, you know that they lost completely lost sight of what the, their objective should have been, which was the safety of those children. And, and it's, it's notable, the, the film uh, Waco, The Rules of Engagement is available for free at archive.org if you want to watch it. I highly recommend it. It's, uh, you know, well, there's been books written about Waco, but obviously most people don't have the time to, to, to read books and, and study that uh, complicated uh, and extensive law enforcement operation. But uh, this is a two-hour film that is uh, very well done. As you mentioned, it was nominated for an Academy Award, and it really cuts through the government rhetoric to show you what actually happened. So, uh, so years later, this, this occur- event occurred not long after... Uh, the Ruby Ridge incident in in Idaho, and we had a lot of uh, agents there. There was a lot of outrage about that, but Waco was the kind of event where you could have a lot of cameras focused on it. And uh, I guess I guess the the fallout from that is of the obviously it uh, inspired to some degree the uh, the bombing at Oklahoma City that killed so many people. But in in terms of years later, has there been any type of change in policy within uh, federal law enforcement agencies in terms of how to approach these kinds of situations? Well, one of the scary things about the Waco incident is that this was uh, highly publicized. There was lots of media covering the event, and it wasn't just a bunch of rogue federal agents involved in the operation. These were involved supposedly our best units from the ATF and the FBI, and much of the decision-making came from headquarters buildings in Washington, D.C. So if you can have a disaster like this using uh, being run from headquarters in Washington, D.C. and all of this scrutiny by major media who are covering the event, if they can get away with a cover-up in that type of situation, it's pretty frightening when you consider all the other law enforcement incidents around the country that uh, – where the media is not covering it, where there are not congressional hearings. So uh, that is one of the frightening lessons uh, from the Waco episode. Have there been changes in policies? The government tells us that there has been, and obviously we haven't seen anything on the scale of Waco since it happened 20 years ago. But uh, again, one of the lessons is is, uh, that we have to remember that this did happen. Crimes were committed at Waco, and uh, when it comes to government power, we have to scrutinize 
scrutinize it, especially the use of deadly force by police agencies. This is something that we have to scrutinize, be impartial, and follow the evidence wherever it leads. You mentioned the, the film, the, the Rules of Engagement. I think that's one of the best films out there. Now, we do know that there are some bad films out there. There are some wild conspiracy theories out there about the government's conduct at Waco. And uh, there is some nonsense out there. But the fact that there is, you know, some conspiracy theories, that doesn't mean that the government uh, didn't uh, in engage in misconduct at Waco. What we have to do is uh, follow the evidence wherever it leads and, uh, and, and you know, ask the tough questions. And I think uh, we put out a paper that kind of cuts through the nonsense and then the government lies and uh, the rules of engagement film does the same thing. So these are the uh, products that I recommend to people. Tim Lynch is director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice. He is author of No Confidence, an unofficial account of the Waco incident, available at Cato.org.